surfer that I really like, he turns his sauna up to 200F. What is that? Is it toasted? Is that 60? Yeah, it's like 60, right? Yeah. He's toasted. And he gets a bike. Okay, oh so my. he has an exercise bike in a sauna at, at, at 60. That's C, not healthy. And going as fast as he can for 20 minutes. That's not healthy. <laughs> <laughs> That's extreme.、Crazy. Yeah. yeah he, he's really extreme. Okay. Absolutely、That's, extreme. Okay. Yeah. Before or after the rain, you can do that in your balcony, and that works the same. Yeah, no thanks. <laughs> But I do like the,、um, the hot to the cold. Uh huh. Yeah, so like, like when we were in、um, Niseko for the snow,、uh-huh. like after snowboarding all day, like my、oh, favorite thing is、yeah. you go from the freezing、oh, no, cold to the hot. Oh, you know what? I actually enjoy skiing. Oh. Yeah, yeah, but not because of the workout. I, I enjoy speed. Ah. Yeah. I like everything fast.、Uh. You're going to ask me why I like simultaneous interpretation, right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, we can talk about it later. Because、I, I, I、like、of speed. speed. Yes. Yes.、Uh. I like,、uh, I like to getting to know other people like, really, really fast and、yeah. understanding their mindset or how they make、um, decisions or how they strategize. So I enjoy interpreting for decision makers. What do you think of like, that, that neural link? That Elon Musk is making, where they connect this kind of chip、uh, to your brain. It'll put you out of business.、Huh. Or maybe it'll make you even better. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah.、Well, what do you think about that? Scary? Fun? No, no, no. Now that you talk about it, I think so. Before iPhones, no one knows about apps or app stores, right?、Okay. So now that you're talking about it, I think I should probably think about a new app、mm-hmm. for that device. Before everyone does. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I think they've got at least a few years.、Um, yeah. The other day when I was reading about it, I thought that, oh, okay, so there's going to be a new music store soon. What、um, do you mean? Like, you have iPhone and、yeah. then you create iTunes. Uh, n- well, no. There was iTunes before iPhone, but somehow iPhone、uh, revolutionized iTunes. Sure. Yeah. And, and then there was a new different way of listening to music or selecting music or arranging music、mm-hmm. or、um, <clears throat> making your playlist.、Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking that with his new Neuralink,、yeah. there's going to be a new way of、um, making and listening to music. And、mm-hmm. then maybe there's a new way of listening to audiobooks or listening to speeches or presentations or pitches or discussions. Yeah. Like, for me, what I'm most excited about is like, like when you talk to somebody new that you haven't really talked to, like, I have a few friends that I've known for like 20 years.、Mm-hmm. And so you can almost like think each other's sentences and you don't, and the way you talk、I、is different. I can do that.、Um, you I, can do that, right? I, I can do that even if it's a speaker that I've never met before. Okay. So I'm terrible at that. Like, I have to know somebody for a long time before、uh-huh. I feel like we're on the same wavelength. Uh huh. So, what I would be looking forward to is like to be able to just like, like, like let you into the wavelength of my Neuralink so we don't have to talk. Like, it's like I'm thinking about something, I'm trying to describe something, my words suck, it's not precise enough, it's not sharp enough. I'd just be like, here, Renee, just look at this.、Right? And then it's like, <laughs> bam, and then like we're connected,、okay. and、um, you know what's going on. And then, and then <laughs> you'll have a very structured script. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, because. I mean, I have images in my head. I have visions that I want to see. And it's like. 
That's something else. Um, some people rely on visualization very, very visual. much. Yeah. yeah. So if there's something that can turn your audio signals into visual aids, yeah, like you're listening to a story about a forest, animals, bird chirping, and then right now you see the images of. Yeah. A forest, trees, and then animals and birds singing in the air. That's gonna be very helpful. My biggest problem is going the other way. It's like I have something that I see, but, oh, I but have you have to verbalize it. Yeah, it's okay. like it's like it's like damn it, this language thing. It's like, <laughs> like and, and then I got to do it in Chinese sometimes, and then it's like I mean, it's hard enough for me in English, let alone Chinese. Oh, hire me. Yeah. <laughs> no, that, like I think that's the single like. Yeah, I, I realized like a couple of months ago that I actually really suck at marketing, that I got to get much better, that um, that I think about stuff from a perspective that people don't easily connect into. It's just a different perspective. And so like I have to fix that. That's that's mm -hmm. that's, that's not a good thing. Okay. Sorry, my, my, my timer. That's fine. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, so, so like, that's what I was like, oh, I need a neural link. So then I can just be like, here, just check this out. And then we can tag Elon Musk. Yeah. And then tell him, hey, this is what we think. And then we don't need to speak anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, speaking is good for sure, but like it's so inefficient. I am just, yeah, I'm not sure if speaking is good because humans are the only animals that have languages. Uh, uh huh. That, well, not only languages, the entire. Um, writing system. Like multiple languages, I guess. Yeah. Like dolphins, they sort of make noises. They can communicate, but it's all the same language. Right, right. Yeah. Animals communicate with frequencies. Mm. They read each other's mind. Yeah. Yeah. And then somehow for human, um, we have to take a very indirect approach. Yeah. So I was, a, I was a little bit disappointed when my son started to speak. I, I was like, oh, okay, but so you you were a little angel now, and then I really <laughs> turned you into a human being. And uh. Yeah, I felt a little bit regretful that he had to stop communicating with his mind and learning how to communicate with words. How old is he now? Two and a half. Is he getting like frustrated because he can't say the words he wants to say? Or no? No, he's very communicative and very expressive now. That's probably because he's your son. So <laughs> my son would get so upset because he he doesn't know how to explain how he feels to me or he doesn't know how to explain what he wants to me because he doesn't oh. have the words for it. Oh. And he, he, oh, he thinks I'm not paying attention to him. I'm like, I am paying attention to him. I don't understand what you're saying. And he's like, he gets so oh. upset. Yeah, it's really difficult for people to uh, verbalize their emotions or their feelings. Yeah. So it's not because he's young, but it's generally difficult for everyone. But, um, you know, this year, because of COVID-19, I lost most of my incomes and jobs because no one is coming to Taiwan and then oh, no one yeah. needs interpreters. <clears throat> so I decided to um, invest my time in something. Well, has anybody done like Zoom calls, interpretations, or it doesn't work? Arr, oh, okay. It was my bad. So I only served top tier decision yeah. makers like CEOs yeah. in the past. So I didn't participate in work level meetings. Ah. So um, I, I kind of only interpreted at closed door meetings 
between CEOs and CEOs or okay. yeah. So um, yeah, when COVID happened and then everyone was turning online, um, I just lost most of my um, assignments. Yeah. Right. But then I decided to invest my time in something that's useful. So I took um, positive discipline courses. What's that? Uh, okay. Basically, it's positive communication. Okay. Uh-huh. So you... I, I was trained... I should probably learn that. <laughs> <laughs> Most of my communication is pretty negative. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I took it. <laughs> I was so sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just critical. Like, I see something... That's a different way of saying that you're sarcastic or... Or, I don't know if it's sarcastic. It's like I feel like like I see what's wrong in things. Okay. I was very straightforward and very blunt when I talked to myself or other people. But um, if you see something positive and exciting, do you say, hey, that's great, that's amazing, or do you just like focus on the negatives? I <laughs> I would say, oh, this is great, but yeah. what if da 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 it can be better? All right. So So what do they teach you? Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I took the course mostly because I want to communicate with my son in a more positive way. Oh. Um, I want to encourage him to make mistakes. Okay. And then I want him to know that failing is okay. Mm. Um, it took me a very long time to finally know or um, to appreciate the benefits of failure. So um, I know that I can be too discouraging sometimes when I was leading my teams or when I was at Girls in Tech Taiwan. So I want to make sure that I don't discourage him. I, I actually want to encourage him to make mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to know um, if there's a better way for us to talk about mistakes or failure. Mm. But <clears throat> the point is, um, one thing I did um, about emotions and feelings is that I have um, different picture cards, flashcards okay. on the wall. And then there are scenarios describing a specific feeling or emotion. For example, disappointed, angry, mad, overjoyed, delightful. Sometimes they're very similar and or comfortable, calm, nervous, brave, busy, bored, something like that. So... Um, it's called a calming corner. You don't go to the corner when kids have a tantrum. You go there frequently. And then after a tantrum, you go there together. And then I ask him, can you point to the cards and then tell me what happened? That's interesting. It is. It is. Because um, a few months ago, he really didn't like bath time. Like every time I had to, every night, I had to drag him into the bathroom and then I stripped him. <laughs> I feel like I was a criminal. It's like wrestling, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he would cry, and then he would whine, uh, and I really didn't know what what's wrong because when he was younger, he enjoyed it, and then somehow at that stage, he just didn't like it at all. He didn't enjoy any minute, and then <clears throat> after um, one bath, I pointed at the sad photo. And then I said, what made you so sad? And then he pointed at the angry photo. And then he said, I wasn't sad. I was angry. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, oh, my God, this is working. 
And yeah. yeah, so it's really clarifying. I I misunderstood him, and then the system is telling me how to identify. Uh, well, the system is telling him how to identify his feelings, and then give him a way for me to understand him better. That is so cool. It is. What's yeah. it called again? A、uh, positive discipline. Positive discipline. Yeah. Huh. I'm gonna be a certified facilitator or a certified <laughs> trainer soon. Wow. wow! I turned on my assignment. I just don't know how long it takes. Is it、please. just for kids or is it for everyone? Um, there are different courses. This one I took is for kids, but communication styles um are basically the same. So, yeah, once you know the philosophy, you can apply the techniques to every kind of communication or negotiation. I was in a call. With, I think it was like twenty or thirty different tech CEOs. It was like a, it, it was this call from one of our investors. They were arranging it, and the, it was about sort of how you facilitate better discussions and、mm-hmm. get more from your team and things of that nature. And he started off by saying, like red, yellow, green, like what, what color are you right now?、Mm-hmm. And he says, okay, you can say I'm sort of yellow, moving to red, or I'm red, ye- moving to yellow. Or just green, but you you can kind of pick these colors, and、um, before you start to talk with somebody on your team, just pause for a moment, ask them what color. And so I did this. I tried this a bit. I asked a few people like who report to me. Hey, how are you doing? Like, what color are you right now? And are they comfortable answering that question? Well, at first they just sort of laughed,、uh-huh. right? But then when they actually answer the question, like many times I was surprised. I was like. Really, like this person's having a hard time. Like I thought they were fine. Like, I I thought、oh. it was just great. Or this person's really happy. Like what are you happy about? Like I, I think everything's going wrong. So, like <laughs> tell me, tell me what's what、uh-huh. are you excited about?、Uh-huh. And so it's like I think that if you if you use these mechanisms that are not、uh, words, like you point at something or you have a color, you kind of force the mind into a different okay track, if uh-huh. you will. Uh huh. Right. Um. So that's helpful. I think it's really helpful.、Okay. I was so taken aback by it. I was like, "How can this little simple thing be that useful?" Oh, okay.、Yeah. It's it's a hack, I guess, in the sense that it allows you to shortcut a lot of,、um, like sometimes it's very hard to just like take a pulse and how is somebody feeling? Like, are they anxious? Are they happy? Are they、mm-hmm. nervous? You know, excited? Like these are all so so similar, but yet like. If you force me to think about, okay, you're you're yellow right now,、um, or you're red right now, like, okay, something like let let me try to understand what's going on. Is it your personal life? Is it your something about your project?、Okay. Like, what is it? But you have to define what yellow means. Or I don't.、Oh, just ask them. Wow. Yeah,、okay. I think everybody knows kind of red. Like if a red light's flashing, something's not so good. You know,、okay. green. It's a warning. Green means go. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, yellow is like, well. So my dad, like when you have red, yellow, green lights, yellow means stop, like slow down and stop.、Uh-huh. He's a lawyer.、Uh-huh. For me, it means just、Rush. gas it. Yeah, just <laughs> pump it. <laughs> it means you still have a chance to、yeah. make it. Go for、yeah. it.、Right? So, it, of course, that also is like really interesting when you talk with people because you realize that people also think that way about certain things.、Uh-huh. Yeah, people can be conservative. People can be very risk aversion. Or yeah, yeah, yeah.、Uh-huh. yeah. Which goes back to like, you're thinking about failure, 
um, and about right. kind of trial and error so, of these things. Um, I like to ask myself why, like why did this happen, or mm. or um, why this went wrong, and then I ask people why a lot, and I find out from translation that why can make people defensive in whatever language. Like if you ask people in Chinese or in English, their first response is to become defensive. Mm -hmm. uh, and um, so, what did you change to? Oh, I asked them different questions. You can ask how come. It's almost the same as why, but it doesn't have that initial. Are you sure? Yeah, try it. Try okay. it. That's all you gotta do. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, like if somebody shows you something, you're like, "Why do you think of that?" Uh huh. Right? It's like it feels like an attack. Right. 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 But if you said, "How come you were thinking that way?" Uh huh. Like it's sort of like, uh, "Hey, explain to me what you're thinking." Right. In, in English, this works. I don't know if it's different enough in Chinese, but just to I have swap to think out about it. how with uh -huh. why. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. So um, I'm working on a book. It's okay. called Ask for More. Okay. Um, it's written by Alexandra Carter. She is a Columbia Law School professor and a trained mediator. Uh. Right. And then um, the Chinese version is coming out soon, in maybe two months. And she turned why into 20 different questions. Uh. All of them started with what. What, huh? Like, what do you need? Or... Or um, what are your feelings? Not how do you feel, but what are your feelings? Uh -huh. She's a lawyer and a, like a negotiator. Or... Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. And she trains negotiators. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. So um, it's very rewarding to translate her book. And I think it's... it's... Do you get to talk with her no, before I, you translate? Or... No, no. I, I Have said... you ever talked with somebody before you translated their book? Um, after, when I, I when I interpret, I always ask for um, a, a, a pre-meeting briefing. Okay. Yeah, so I can talk to the speaker. But for um, translation, um, the the authors are either dead mm. or they're just too popular because they're bestseller authors. So they never oh. respond to my emails. Yeah, it's like by the time somebody wants their book, yeah. Translated, they're already like blowing right. up, right? Right, right, right. Um, the lead hostage negotiator for the FBI. I might have taken his master class. Probably. Okay. Yeah, he's probably like the most famous. Like there was a, there was a book in I guess whatever the eighties or the nineties, uh -huh. um, called Getting to Yes, I think. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I've read that, okay. a long time ago. Okay, so. So this guy, like, he's basically like all that stuff. Like, that's just academic bullshit. <laughs> like, it doesn't work. Okay, that's not the way you negotiate. Okay, right. Um, and so he wrote this whole book about like how the FBI negotiates under situations where negotiations like actually matter. Uh -huh. Right. So, and and he says it's really important for business because if you have like a business deal, either you get it or you don't. The business might live or die based on that one contract. Mm -hmm. And um, and the kind of there's this there's this uh, there's this approach like we don't negotiate with terrorists like that's kind of the the bad boy approach. Uh -huh. But then he's like, no, no, you absolutely do negotiate with terrorists. You can completely out negotiate them because usually they're terrible at negotiating. Uh -huh. And so he puts <laughs> together this whole sort of 
Um, new concept. Yeah, this whole new concept. It, it was interesting. Oh. Um, but the problem I have with these books is they they genuinely exist in a situation where like. Um, I'm trying to get something from you, uh-huh. and I don't care about your future. So it's not like I'm trying That's to get negotiation to, like 20 years ago. Um, trade offs. Trade offs, but like it's not that I'm trying to negotiate. Okay, so I, I would I would say it this way. So like both getting to yes and this book like never split the difference. They mm-hmm. sort of like they sort of aim for winning, whereas like. What I find interesting about business is that you can actually have—it sounds cliche, right—but you can actually have the win-win. Like you can actually have both, both people better off. Right. Right. And I think neither of these books, especially this, never split the difference. Like they do not teach you from that perspective. Because, like, okay, so an FBI person trying to negotiate mm-hmm. a hostage situation, mm-hmm. like for sure, that FBI agent is not going to want to go have a beer with the. Hostage right. or the the um, the taker. Yes, like three years from now. Uh-huh. Right, but in in business and in life, I think like you don't want to negotiate where you win and they lose because in the end that'll get you. Right. In um, ask for well, more. Hopefully. Okay. okay. Go go. Yeah. Okay. In ask for more, yeah. the book written by Alexandra Carter, Professor Carter. Um, she said that right now this person maybe. Uh, at the other side of the table, but right after the negotiation ends, this person becomes your partner. Mm-hmm. Like when you are in a job interview and then you are negotiating about your salary, right after you have a deal, you become colleagues. Yeah, that, that's why this never split the difference kind of felt wrong to me. Is because like you actually do have to go on and work with this person and right. Yeah. Right. So sometimes mm. negotiation is the first thing you do before you start any cooperation. Mm. <clears throat> so there um, is no need. So which of these wise was like your favorite? Like was was there one that you were the most surprised by? Mm. W- uh, what are your feelings? Yeah. Uh huh. So so there are ten questions in the book. Okay. Five for yourself. Oh, and then five for your negotiating partner. So you have to ask yourself five questions first before going to a de- negotiation, and then in the discussion you ask the other five questions to find out more about your partner. Do you remember some of the、okay. questions you ask yourself? <laughs> I turned it last month, so、uh, let me think.、Uh, what do you need? Yeah. Okay, that's that's a goal setting question. What do you need from this negotiation or from this deal or from this discussion? And then, what are your feelings?、Um, what have you done right or successfully in the past? In terms of negotiating or whatever that can、okay. yeah whatever that can help you、um, find right tactics. Or right strategies that kind、work. of give you confidence, right? Okay, right. And then,、um, and then, give me some examples of the questions you would ask them, the other side. So, like when you go in, again, you ask these yeah. Five. What, what are same the, questions? Almost the same, yeah. 
the the last of the five is what's next. What's next? Yeah, yeah. What is the first step you want to take? So I kind of forget the fourth question.、Uh-huh. Interesting. Yeah. She was a lawyer. She is. She she still、uh, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and a law she professor. Does, she does mediation. Yes. Huh.、Mm-hmm. There are certain industries that I feel are like very zero sum,、mm-hmm. like the financial sector. Like almost everything is like there's a winner, there's a loser. Yeah. Right. Like,、um, if I trade some stock,、mm-hmm. somebody on the other side loses money if I make money. Yeah. Right. Like it has to be that way. There's、uh-huh. very very few situations where it's like both, both sides、are. win.、Uh-huh. Um, the legal profession was, I think, because like. Lawyers are really interested in like what are the what are the means of control like、uh-huh. like how do you control something、uh-huh. right so perhaps that's one of the reasons why they think kind of from both of those perspectives like my dad he was a lawyer he went to law school and he、mm-hmm. said that like one of the most useful things he learned is that the moment you have a perspective that you think is true flip it around and then argue against yourself from the other perspective oh okay yeah yeah. Like, because you can't really understand. Like, you have to be able to argue against you better than you can argue for you. Right. It's right. Like this kind of that's the best preparation. Yeah.、Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.、Oh. Yeah. So I I always found that interesting. Like, it was always hard for me to to flip my perspective. Okay, what is the other person thinking? Okay, can I argue their perspective? Uh huh. And what's the weakness in my perspective? Oh, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> um. So when startups pitch,、uh-huh. they will usually think about the questions that um they may receive at the end of their presentation. Uh huh. So I think that's one way to prepare yourself for for um getting other people to agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. These questions are. Like in many ways, the questions are the most interesting part. Like your answer, I don't really care much about answers. It's okay. How did what question got you to that answer? Those are fascinating.、Uh-huh. Um, like in the past, I feel that I didn't actually value questions as much as I should. Like if, I, I would sort of say, okay, answers are important. We can discount questions a bit. Like, like, so like, why did you get that answer?、Um, is Not as good as like how did you think about, you know, X or Y or like that question. It's like kind of that path in that I think is so interesting. Oh, okay. For me, yeah,、um, I'm really good at execution, but I'm terrible at leading people. How come? I, I don't know.、Um, <laughs> like, are you terrible at managing or leading or which or both? Probably both. Huh. And then、um, I used to tell my co-founders. I don't work with stupid people. Okay. Yeah, I just, I can't, I can't tolerate stupid people. So just don't give me stupid people. But then, I understand it's my problem because I, I was terrible at talking to them and then helping them understand my goal and my vision. So、um, I found that um, um, I, I found out that.、Um, When I was leading other people, I just gave them a mission without telling them specific instructions or steps. And then when they screwed up, I asked them why, 
I mean,、mm. how is it possible that you can screw this up?、Mm. And then they get they got really really defensive, and I was getting nothing out of the discussion, only frustration for me and for them. So I learned from translating all of the books and from interpreting for decision makers and negotiators that、um, even if you're right, you have to listen to their、um, defense or their clarification or their reasons <laughs> or their excuses. When I didn't listen to people, I thought, "Well, this is just excuses, a lot of bullshit, a lot of excuses." But then. It turned out that if I never listened to them, I would never understand why they screw up things, and then there's no way I could provide any support. I could just the only thing I could do was just to fire them,、mm-hmm. and then and then I didn't train people. I was expecting someone to become useful when they are on board. Yeah. Yeah. So in become the end, useful on their on their own, right? Right.、Yeah. Right. Right. But um. So, I learned that oh, so it was my bad, and then it was me who needs to improve my communication skill, which is a terrible awakening because I thought I was good at communicating, and then、um, I. It's very ironic, right?、Like、yeah. The, the interpreter doesn't know how to interpret people, right? Right, <laughs> right. So、mm. first, I need to give them time to explain themselves. And then it's so important when you are working with kids, because parents are like one hundred percent authoritative when you are communicating with your kids. So I don't want my kid to be afraid of telling me what's going on in his mind. I want to be able to show him that I can trust him, and and he can trust me, and then he can tell me what he wanted to do. And why he couldn't accomplish what he wanted to do. So, so you th- like? Do you think you learned how to listen to somebody because you had to listen to your kid? Like, was,、yeah. was is that really the main thing? Like,、uh, more so than like the interpretations, right? Yes.、Uh, hmm. Because you wanted your kid to be able to okay f- to to be okay with failing, or um, yes, of course. And when I was a kid, or Whenever, when, what were your parents like when you were a kid? Let me ask you that first. Like,、uh, like did were your parents like did they listen well? Did they like force you to do something? They were too busy to listen to. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What did they do? They are entrepreneurs. They have a printing factory. Uh. uh-huh. Printing stickers and、uh-huh. labels. Uh huh. Uh huh. So the work was their main thing, and then you were just kind of. Um, that's not fair. Okay. But yeah. <laughs> It felt that way, at least. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, the most important thing is growing up. When I made mistakes, I would never tell anyone. I would try to fix it before anyone finds out. If they did find out, like, what would they say? Like, Rene, you idiot! Why'd you do that? Uh. Or... Let me think. When they found out, it's usually big shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, 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 it's usually too late. Huh. Uh huh. So they would ask me how, why you didn't tell me earlier, or、yeah. why you didn't tell me when this happened, and then why did you spend so much time and energy trying to fix it when you couldn't? Yeah. Yeah, and I ask myself that all the time. 
I just didn't have the courage and confidence to tell my mom or my teachers or my supervisors that oh, I made a mistake. Because you were afraid of their reaction, or mm, how come you didn't want to explain? Yeah,、this? I was worried that I may be fired or expelled, mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. or、um, I was worried that they may discount my credibility in the future. Ah,、uh, uh-huh. interesting. Right. So I want to make sure that my son would tell me when he's in trouble, or like. Ah, okay. So, like, if your kid gets in trouble,、uh-huh. then you want to make sure that he feels he's comfortable、okay. to, yeah, to tell me. Say, hey, I messed up here. Yeah, I blew this. Uh huh. Because I know no one around me has the confidence to tell me they're in trouble. Yeah, you know, like, you, I've been thinking a lot about like kids and the risks that they need to take. Because,、mm-hmm. like, when you get older, you have to take risks.、Um, it's just. Just the world is very,、um, yeah. Like if you don't take any risks, you, the reward you get is very, very, very small. Not talking about financial, just、okay. like just yeah, like the、agree. emotional reward you、uh-huh. get from taking on risk、right. and more responsibility is huge.、It right. Completely changes your life, and so, <clears throat> like, there are there are some things that like I see my son do that I think are just like unnecessarily risky. Right? <laughs> like what? Oh, he's jumping off some、oh, okay. like table onto、uh-huh. his knees on the ground and、uh-huh. trying to catch a ball out of the air. And I'm thinking to myself, "Wow, that's a big risk." Or、uh, skateboarding, something like、okay. that. Right? Like there's these.、Um, I mean, there's boys.、Uh-huh. They do things that are.、Um, oh, I shouldn't even say boys anymore. So my <laughs> my brother's daughter is like、uh-huh. she's far more、really? like. Taking huge risks、uh-huh. compared to my son,、uh-huh. but、um, uh, when someone is taking a risk and you don't think it's going to kill him,、mm-hmm. it's not going to kill you.、Mm-hmm. I've sort of come to the conclusion that you just got to let him do it.、Mm-hmm. You can't stop it.、Mm-hmm. That it's like the worst thing you can do as a parent, or the worst thing you can do as a manager, is to talk them out of it. Is to stop somebody that's that's voluntarily taking a risk.、Uh-huh. Of course, if you think it's going to kill them, or if they're not going to be able to recover, then you have to stop. Right?、Uh-huh. That's that's you know, you you can see those pictures. Of, like, there's this YouTube like I think it's like Best Dads or something,、uh-huh. where like these kids are like <laughs> doing something, and the dad like grabs、oh, them and pulls yeah, them yeah, back yeah. just just、uh-huh. before they're going to die. Right? right, right, right. So, I think manager,、um, parent, you have to stop if you think the outcome is going to be really bad, like、mm-hmm. horrible bad. They、mm-hmm. can't recover bad.、Mm-hmm. But if it's not that. Cannot just, stop it because,、okay. like, learning how to take a risk is like the hardest thing to do in life, right? And sometimes, if you want to stop them, it's useless. They are going to do it anyway. They just do it without telling you. Yeah, and then they'll resent you because then they'll think like, "Hey, if if I tell my mom or my dad, she's、uh-huh. going to say, 'Don't do it.'" Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I think like I really think those are connected.、Mm-hmm. Like kids being okay to take a risk because I, I think like. If you watch a kid, their first move is always to take the risk.、Uh-huh. It's the parents that come in and say, "No, no, don't do that." You know, El Shaoxin,、uh-huh. right? Yeah, right. And it's that it's that comment that is preventing the kid from taking the risk that they think is necessary. Oh, that、okay. then that then sort of manifests itself everywhere,、uh-huh. all through culture, all the way up to when you're an adult, 
and you have to take risks. Uh-huh. But now you can't because you're always used to somebody saying, "Hey, Xiaoxin, Xiaoxin." Yeah. Like these kind of. Do you know growth mindset? No. Oh, okay. It's a bestseller book too.、Um, it's talking about how you can help your kids or your students if you're a teacher. Um, to have this growth mindset instead of a fixed mindset. So kids or students with a fixed mindset would believe that oh, I'm good at math and I'm terrible at history or something like that. But if they have a growth mindset, they would believe that I can learn and then I will become good at this or that. And it, it's a very good book, but it can be very confusing too, because、um, the author says that te- teachers and parents should avoid saying no. Okay. Or don't, and of course it's truth. But the more you think about it, the more likely that you're going to say no or don't. Yeah,、uh, that's how our brain is wired. And so、uh, when my son started doing something dangerous, like jumping on the stairs or jumping on the bed,、um, at first I would say don't do that or no jumping, and then and then I would realize, oh, okay, I'm killing his、yeah. growth mindset. Yes. And then I started asking him, "Do you know how to protect yourself?" And then he would say yes, and then said, "Okay, then you can do this." Yeah, and he'll probably get hurt, and then he'll learn how to. Right. You know, so. Right. I I think that like this notion of、um, not having a growth mindset,、uh-huh. it's completely like self self imposed. Like I I think it's parents, it's teachers, it's I should say.、Um, That that and bad managers that put this because、uh-huh. I think people like like I used to love to draw when I was a kid.、Uh-huh. At some point, I was told I'm not a good drawer. Okay. And so. And just stop. Basically stopped. Yeah.、Oh. Yeah, and 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 I think that like the growth mindset is what every kid has. Like it's just it's innate. It's part of us. Right. But it, it gets beaten out of us because、yeah. of school. Uh huh. And it gets beaten out of us by some parents. We're going to talk about school. school in the coming episodes, right? In one of the coming episodes. <laughs> yeah, we should. Yeah, we yeah. can talk about how school kills creativity. Yeah.、Uh-huh. Or innovation. Or. But it comes down to this, like,、um, this natural tendency to want to grow. Uh huh. This natural tendency to try,、uh-huh. which ends in failure. Uh huh. And so, if you if you punish that, or if the reaction is, why'd you do that, right? Um, instead of like, hey, tell me a bit more about like how you were thinking.、Mm-hmm. You know, like you hit your head against the ground. Like, how are you thinking about you know falling next time? Maybe you could try to roll or something. Right. right? So、uh-huh. I think it goes all the way up to like to management. Yes. Okay. Yeah, they're all connected. Yeah. Yeah.